What are you doing here? Aren't you supposed to be with your other reindeer friends, getting ready for your big night out? I know, I know. It doesn't look good for me. It's Christmas Eve, and instead of being with my friends, I'm tied up in my hunting cabin. Don't look at me like that. I haven't given up. It's just, these ropes are so tight, and the poison is so strong. Maybe it's better this way. Even if I hadn't been kidnapped and shoved into the trunk of Mrs. Cole's Subaru hatchback, I'd still be alone today. I can't change what I am. Who are you talking to, dear? Nobody. Just that reindeer standing outside the window. I guess I'm getting kind of lonely in here. There's nothing out there, Abby. You must be delirious, poor thing. Oh. He was there a minute ago. No one's coming to save you. I made sure of that when I took you here. Mrs. Cole, I'm sure you have better things to do than sit around here threatening me or whatever. The Christmas Festival of Flight is going to start soon. You love the Festival of Flight. I have to take care of this first. I can't in good conscience kill you without proving beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're a vampire. Wasn't that what the spiked cider was for? I like to be extra careful. Please, don't do this. You're not just hurting me. I'm well aware of that. Why do you think I kidnapped you and not Walter? I saw him in the hangar drinking blood out of an IV bag. According to your lover's journal, whatever I do to you will also affect all the other vampires you've ever created. No, you got it all wrong. Walter survived the plane crash. He's just been keeping a low profile while recovering. You have a real problem with lying. Do you know that? Just wait a couple days to do whatever you're going to do to me. It's Christmas! You've gotten very good at playing human, but Thomas Forrester saw right through you. Vampires don't care about anything other than themselves. Is that what Thomas said? About his girlfriend who wasn't me? He also said you were a terrible cook. Rude. Let me tell you in his own words. December 5th, 1922. 1922. I cut my hand while whittling a smoking pipe. When I asked my beloved Abigail to bandage my wound, she recoiled. Okay, so his girlfriend didn't bandage up his hand. So what? Is that supposed to prove the existence of vampires? December 11th, 1922. I presented my, I presented my beloved Abigail with a set of silver spoons as a token of my love. As soon as she picked one up to admire it, she cried out and tossed a set of them under the stove. I found it very perplexing indeed. Abigail probably thought spoons were a weird gift, even in the 1920s. And anyway, none of this proves the existence of vampires. December 23rd, 1922. No, please don't read that one. My beloved Abigail, Abigail has, has confessed everything to me. She is a monster that feeds off the blood of humans to survive like a parasite. I'm profoundly repulsed. I would have slain this creature right where she stood if I had possessed the means to... I don't want to hear anymore. But it's just getting good. I've learned two ways a vampire can be killed. With a silver stake through the heart, or by drinking the blood of their true love. I didn't have a silver stake, and my set of spoons wasn't nearly sharp enough to pierce a heart. The other choice was to feed this demon woman my blood, but I doubted such a beast was truly capable of loving anyone. He wrote that? Would you like to see for yourself? No. December 24th, 1922. 1922. It's Christmas Eve and a deadly disease has ravaged Northern Pines. I was forced to make a deal with the devil. I agreed to keep Abigail's dreadful secrets 
if she flew to the next settlement and returned with the supplies for Northern Pines. I would have gone myself, but I am mortal. Why risk my life when this monster, with her black magic, would survive at any cost? He thought the only reason Abigail did the flight was because she wanted him to keep her secret? He's the worst. She really picked the wrong guy. Are you ready for the end? How do you plan on killing me? Your poison will wear off eventually. And no offense, but you're not my true love. With this. Where did you get a silver stake? A family heirloom. Unlike the foresters who can't seem to resist the seductive powers of a vampire, the Cole family has hunted your kind all over Alaska throughout history. I'm simply finishing what should have been done a century ago. Okay, but that's a sharp stake. It would kill anyone, not just a vampire. You still don't have proof that I'm a monster. Not yet, but let's see how long you can keep your vampire side at bay when there's blood around. Mrs. Cole, put that knife down. <gasps> Stop cutting your hand. You're gonna need stitches. Feeling thirsty yet? You will stop this right Don't now. Don't bother using your vampire magic. The poison has made you too weak. Stop, please. Not until I see those fangs. It must be so tiring for you to keep those hidden. You're right. That's the problem. I can't do both. Mrs. Cole, I'm so sorry you have to see this. Gracious me, you are a monster. Those fangs. Get in your Subaru and go to the nearest medical facility to get your hand stitched up. Forget all about this place. Forget all about Walter being a vampire. And most of all, forget all about me. I have to go. And make, and make sure, sure to wish, to wish all, my all my friends a Merry, a Merry Christmas. Christmas. Trevor, what are you doing here? Merry Christmas to you too, mate. Can I come in? Sure. It's really coming down out there. I hope Danny makes it here, okay? She's driving in this? Yeah, she texted me. She said she'd be here in about 30 minutes. Hopefully she'll be here before the worst of it. This blizzard is causing a lot of problems. They're predicting record snowfall. What about the Festival of Flight? That's why I'm here. We'll still have the Christmas Festival on Main Street, but the town council has decided to cancel the flight. You cancel it? Just like that? No pilot would fly in this. And you, Calvin, are not the best pilot. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Mrs. Cole okay with this? No one's heard from her, and I think that's for the best, considering how angry she'll be. Yeah, she scares me. She scares everyone. Now, where's Walter? I've got some O positive for him. Abby said he likes to mix it into his eggnog. Oh, come on. You'll get used to it. He's in the living room. Dad, Trevor brought you Christmas dinner. Dad? Are you okay? Wake up! Mr. Forrester, can you hear me? What's wrong with him? Continue straight on Evergreen Highway for 10.5 miles, then arrive at your destination. Mile 229 Evergreen Highway. 
Northern Pines, Alaska. Mrs. Cole, what are you doing out during a blizzard? Hello, Danielle. Is that your car stuck on that old logging road? Get in my car, you must be freezing. I need to get stitches for my hand. Oh wow, that's a big cut. I'm taking you to the Northern Pines Clinic. I hope they're open today. We'll get someone to pull your car out later. After I get medical attention, I need to wish all of Abby's friends Merry Christmas. Who's Abby? I don't remember. Hang in there, Mrs. Cole. We'll get you all fixed up. Mr. Forrester, you're awake. What's wrong with me, Doc? I don't know. I've given you blood. That seems to be helping. But I don't know what's causing this. Am I dying? No, I won't let that happen to you. Uh, Again. I thought this didn't happen to vampires. Me neither, but they didn't cover this in med school. Where's Abby? Is she okay? Probably halfway to Seattle by now. Or maybe Canada. I hear British Columbia is lovely this time of year. She left town? Last night. We need to find her. I don't think she wants us to. I bet this is happening to me because she's in trouble. What do you mean? Didn't you read the journal? I started to, but parts of it felt a bit, uh, personal. It's a journal. It's all personal. Yes, but Thomas and Abby were, you know, in love, and he was quite a descriptive writer. Young man, I hope you skipped over those parts. Why do you think something could be wrong with Abby? Abby's blood turned me into a vampire. According to the journal, whatever happens to Abby happens to me. I can't think of anything I did that would make me feel this sick. So I'm thinking the problem's on her end. She could be anywhere by now. Are you saying she left Northern Pines for good? Yes, she was very upset. I don't care how upset she was. She wouldn't leave without saying goodbye. I'm telling you, something happened to her. That's the only explanation. (laughs) Mr. Forrester, please try to stay calm. Yeah, Danny, uh, I'm actually at the clinic right now with Dad. Yes, Dad. I'm sorry to spring all this on you at once. Turns out Dad survived the crash. Trevor's trading him. Long story. I'll explain later. You can bring Mrs. Cole here. Drive safe, okay? Are you gonna tell me what that's about? Danny found Mrs. Cole about 10 miles outside town on Evergreen Highway. She's got a large cut on the palm of her hand, and she was holding some kind of medieval spear? A medieval spear? Maybe it's a prop for the Festival of Flight. Danny says she seems very confused. She keeps yelling Merry Christmas out the window to all the cars they pass. How bizarre. Say what you want about Mrs. Cole, but I've never seen her confused. Her mind is sharp. Maybe a little too sharp. Sounds like vampire mind control. What's that? It's a thing they can do. Kind of like hypnosis. I thought Abby left town. Me too. But who else would hypnotize Mrs. Cole into wishing everyone a Merry Christmas? A vampire who loves Christmas. Can't be too many of those. We need to talk to Mrs. Cole.
Merry Christmas, Walter. Mrs. Cole, you already wished him a Merry Christmas. Trevor says we need to let him rest so he can get better. Merry Christmas to you too. No, two. Dad. No talking until after your nap. You're still recovering from your crash. It's a miracle you're alive. Yes, it is. One of many miracles I've experienced this Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dr. Evans. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Cole. You be sure you keep that bandage on. No picking at it. He's such a nice boy, isn't he, Danielle? Yes, Mrs. Cole. A very nice boy. Listen, if I leave for a couple of hours, is my dad going to be okay? I don't know. I've done all I can for him, but if Walter's right about Abby, it's only a matter of time before he gets worse. Does he have enough, you know, blood? He's had plenty today, and it will have to do. We're completely out. You're out of blood. How could you let that happen? Where did it all go? Sorry, is that a serious question? I have to find Abby now. You know where she is? Danny found Mrs. Cole by the old logging road off Evergreen Highway. Is that supposed to mean something to me? Did you read the journal? Did you? Some of it. Abby's cabin is off that logging road. She took me there during a flight lesson. Apparently it's where she met Thomas. Mrs. Cole would have known about that place after reading the journal. You think that's where Abby is? It has to be. How are you planning on getting there? The roads are impossible, and it's too far to travel on a snow machine. I'm gonna fly. In this blizzard. You got a better idea? Uh, how about any idea besides that? <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. I'm serious, Calvin. If you get in that plane, you'll probably never come back. And then what is Danny going to do? If I don't go, my dad is going to die. And maybe Abby too. I have to do this. Danny won't be okay with this. She's not gonna know. Oh, got it. So you're gonna lie to her? I'm protecting her. Please tell me you see the irony here. Yes, I get it. I messed up with Abby, okay? I made a bad call. I understand why she had to lie to me, and she needs to know I love her. Fine. But you're talking to Danny, not me. And while you're at it, tell her she needs to stay with Mrs. Cole at her house until further notice. Why can't Danny and Mrs. Cole stay at the clinic with you? Because I won't be here. And I don't want to risk either of them seeing Walter with his fangs out. Where are you going to be? Obviously, I'm coming with you. I hope you did more than flirt at your flight lessons. Yes. Abby was very impressed with my takeoff. As in one singular takeoff? We didn't have a lot of time to practice. I wouldn't think so. Not with all the snowball fights and Christmas tree outings. Trevor, don't come. This town needs their doctor more than some guy who flies in a festival once a year. Maybe. But if it were me doing this, I'd want a friend in the co-pilot seat. <laughs> we're friends now? Friends adjacent. Last chance to bail. Just scoot over. Are you sure you know where you're going? I can't see anything out here. Just, uh, concentrate. I'm trying. Not well enough. Can you stop talking? Sorry. 
Look, Trevor, if we don't make it... Stop that right now. Just let me say this. I don't want to hear any last words. I refuse to die beside a man wearing an Ed Hardy coat. Uh, can you let me apologize? If you mention that football game one more time... I'm sorry I picked that fight with you and got us suspended. Apology accepted. Though I almost lost my scholarship over that. Well, to be fair, no one made you throw that punch. Or you. You nearly broke my nose. It was a good thing my dad was a doctor. You gave me two black eyes. Not one, two. <laughs> if only you had an arm like that at regionals. It's not my fault you bruise easily. And anyway, I don't even remember what we were fighting about. Yeah, you do. It was ten years ago, Calvin. You were into Danny, and I told you to stay away from her. Okay, yes, I remember. But is now really the time to discuss this? Danny wasn't in a good place back then, and I guess neither was I. I wanted to apologize back then, but I never did. I was angry at everyone. It's all right. Everyone knew what your family was going through. For what it's worth, Danny was asking about you. Me? Yes. So do whatever you want with that information. That's my Christmas present to you. How about your Christmas present is not getting us killed? Working on it. Hey, do you see that red light over there? It looks like a flare. Do you think that's Abby? One way to find out. Um, we're moving downward. You meant to do that, right? It's called landing. Where? On the lake. You see it there? Right by that flare. You might want to tighten that seatbelt. Yes, good thing I have this thin strap of nylon to save my life. Fun fact, landing an airplane is basically a controlled crash. And you know I have lots of experience in that area. That's not funny. Really? <laughs> that normally gets a laugh. Bedside manner and all that. Bedside manner is not a pilot thing. We're alive. <laughs> I really don't like how surprised you sound. Where did that flare go? I don't know, but that's the cabin over there. Abby! I'm so sorry about all the things I said before. I didn't mean any of them. Abby? Go away, Calvin. You shouldn't be here. Abby, we know Mrs. Cole did something to you. You're probably sick like Walter is. You need blood. We're coming in. Don't open that door. I mean it. I'm trying to help you. Calvin, I can't let you see me like this. I'm a monster. Not this again. I don't care what you are. I'm in love with you. You won't be after you see me. I know you won't. Yes, I will. I'm crazy about you. Calvin, if you come in here, I will never forgive you. If it means saving your life, I'm willing to take that chance. No. Hold on. Get out of my way. She doesn't want you to see her. I don't care. But she does. Are you serious? You'd let her die over vanity? I can hear everything you guys are saying. Abby, is it okay if I come in? I'm a doctor. I see people on their very worst days all the time. Nothing will shock me. This will. But you're sick and you need to be healed. That's my job. Will you let me do my job? No. 
I'm not the man you love, so you don't have to worry about me seeing you and rejecting you. Now, please, can I come in? Okay, but don't let Calvin in. Wait here. She needs me. First, she needs a doctor. Then, yes, she'll probably need her boyfriend. Oh, Abby. What happened to you? Stop. Don't untie those ropes. Why not? Because I am very, very thirsty. Well, uh, how do we do this? Did you bring a blood bag? No. Trevor, what were you thinking? You need to go before I get worse. I was thinking we could do this the old-fashioned way. What? You could, you know, bite me with those very impressive fangs. I was always curious what those looked like. <laughs> Admit it. I look like an actual monster right now. I don't see any monsters around here. I see my friend on her worst day. That's all. <gasps> I, I can't bite you, Trevor. I, I don't do that. Yes, you can. You do the same for me if, you know, I had fangs and needed human blood to survive. Okay. Which do you prefer, the radial artery or the, the jugular? I think you know the answer to that. Right, I'll, I'll just take off my coat, uh, unbutton the collar. Just come here. Like, you're giving me a hug? A little closer. Sorry, I've never done this before. And it feels like my first time, too. Maybe yeah, you should close your eyes? Abby, you don't have to be embarrassed. It's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Oh. It actually hurts less than I thought it would. You seem to know what you're doing. Of course, you do. You've done it before. <coughs> Abby, what's wrong? Are you okay? What happened? I don't know. My, my blood didn't work. She's not moving. What did you do to I her? I don't know. Abby, please, don't die. Stop. Your blood might make her worse. There's got to be something in the journal about this. We don't have time to read the journal. She needs blood and we're out of options. Take my wrist. Drink. She prefers the neck? I don't think she cares. She's waking up. Help me untie her. Abby. Can you hear me? Calvin, I told you not to come in. Are my fangs out? Yes, and I am still hopelessly in love with you. I'll uh, give you two some space. Be right outside. I thought you were never gonna talk to me again. What, cut you off just like I did to my dad? No, I'm not doing that anymore. Not to the people I love. And I love you, Abby. I need you to know that. You read Thomas's journal and you still want to be with me? I didn't read all of it because it's not important. I trust you to share who you are with me on your own terms. You trust me? I trust you implicitly. Hey, Calvin, Abby! I think I found something. I have learned two ways a vampire can be killed with a silver stake through the heart 
or by drinking the blood of their... true love. Trevor, did you say something? Nothing. Nothing at all. Abby, do you think you'll feel up to flying tonight? Definitely. I'm good to fly now. The snow finally stopped. Oh, and look! Northern lights. They're beautiful. The festival route's on the way home. Maybe Northern Pines will get their festival of flight after all. But a forester must fly the plane. I know it was you, not Thomas, who saved the town. And then I left Northern Pines the next day and waited almost 100 years to come back. I guess Thomas took credit for the flight. I'm sorry that my great-great-grandfather is kind of a tool. It's okay. But there's one thing that's bothering me. How did you guys find this place in the middle of a snowstorm? We saw your flare. What flare? The one right outside your cabin. I didn't have a flare. I was tied up. There was a bright red light. We both saw it. It probably saved your life. Ours too. There was a reindeer outside the window. I thought I'd imagined him. You mean a caribou? I mean a reindeer. You think it was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer alerting us to your location? Mm, yes. Yes, I do. Abby, are you sure you're good to fly? I, I can probably do it if- No! Not okay with that. Calvin, you're sitting next to a legit blood-sucking vampire, and you don't believe Rudolph could have saved me? It is Christmas Eve. Actually, it's past midnight. It's officially Christmas. It's Christmas? For the last 15 minutes. <sighs> There's nothing I love more than Christmas. <laughs> we know. Northern Pines local traffic. Uh, not sure if anyone's down there, but just in case. One Cessna, November 4697 Kilo, coming in for a southbound landing at Northern Pines Private. Hey, Abby. Good to hear your voice. Walter, right back at you. Does Calvin have a headset on? Yeah, I can hear you, Dad. I'm real proud of you, son. Thanks. But you're also an idiot, and if you ever fly in weather like that again, I'll kill you myself. I love you too, Dad. Welcome everyone to the Christmas Festival of Flight. It didn't go exactly as planned, but we did it. Thanks to one of the best pilots in Northern Pines, Abby. Thank you everyone and Merry Christmas. May I have this dance? You can have all the dances. Good, because Danny and I discussed it, and we're moving the company to Northern Pines. Really? Yes. My heart belongs to you. It would be way too quiet around here without your pounding heart. You can hear it? I think the vampires two towns over can hear it. There are more vampires? That's a story for another day. Now come on, tell me. Why is your heart pounding like that? Because I'm about to do something I've wanted to do for a long time. Look at them making out. It's so disgustingly adorable. It's nice to see them happy. Where's your date? Oh, I don't have one. You're single? Seriously? With that face? And that sexy Santa sweater? You look very nice tonight. Thanks. I found this dress at Dad's cabin. I wore it to the Christmas festival years ago. It still fits. I remember. Shut up. There's no way you remember what I wore back in high school. I remember a lot of things about you, Danny. You know, you're kind of amazing. You got in a plane with my brother and flew through a snowstorm to save his friend. You stitched up Mrs. Cole's hand and you healed my dad. If you ask me, you're the real hero of this story. I 
don't really know how to take that. Oh, sorry. I'm not used to flirting with nice guys. You're flirting with me? Trying. I've dated a lot since high school, but I've never found anyone as nice as you. You like nice guys? It's been such a long time since I've met one. I can't even remember. Shall I refresh your memory? I hope so. And don't tell Calvin, but you're totally the better football player. Oh, that's ancient history. Not to Calvin. Danny, can I get you a drink? Hey, Trevor. You look like you're enjoying the party. I am. What about you? Are you feeling okay? Never better. Good to hear. I'll see you around. Wait, um, I wanted to ask you something. Back there at the cabin, it's all a little blurry. What's your question? Whose blood brought me back? It was yours, right? Why do you want to know? I just need to know. Will it change anything? You're with Calvin. Danny's here. It's Christmas. Let it go, Abby. So it was Calvin's blood. Yeah. Did you, um, offer your blood to me? Without hesitation. And I didn't drink it. You tried. It made you sick. Are you sure? I will never forget that moment. I thought I'd killed you. Then Calvin was there, saving you. Like he does. If I drank Calvin's blood and I'm still alive, that would mean... I know what it means. I don't understand. It, it makes no sense. Then let me help you understand. It doesn't matter who you love. It's who you choose. And you chose Calvin. But it was you. All along, it was you. <laughs> it surprised me too. So this is what true love feels like? I think so. Huh. It's different than what I thought. Well, you're different than what I thought a vampire would be. What do we do about this? Absolutely nothing. Right now, I have someone waiting for me. Saving a dance for me. Eyes only for me. And you're choosing her? I'm choosing me. For once. Calvin's a good man. He'll make you happy. I know. And tonight, I plan on making Danny very happy. Oh. Okay. Oh, for goodness sake. Get your mind out of the gutter. I just meant Danny and I are going to have a nice time tonight. At the Christmas festival. Oh, right. <laughs> I hope you do. You deserve it. I'll see you the next time you come in for a donation. Trevor, wait. What are you doing? Giving you a hug. Why? Because we're friends. Because I want to. Can I give you a hug without you overthinking everything? Merry Christmas, Abby. Merry Christmas. A Very Vampire Christmas was written and produced by Julie Hopkins. Characters are voiced by John Bratton as Calvin, Garth Remington as Trevor, Todd Kazinka as Walter, Kay Snyder as Mrs. Cole, Christina Roxy as Danny, Dan McGregor as Thomas Forrester, and Julie Hopkins as Abby. Thanks for listening and follow us on TikTok at Vampire Christmas.